You know what? Uh, before we start, I want to say something. There's a movie, and every time I heard that fucking name, Brahms, Leah Brahms, uh-huh. I there's a movie that came out last year. I think it was called Brahms, The Boy, Part Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and Brahms. It's, oh. yes, and that's yes. all I could think about was a little boy. <laughs> <the> fucking, <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there a candy Brahms. brand called Brahms as well? There's branches. Branches. No, Brinks? Uh, yeah. Brahms? What was dude, Brahms? You're thinking of You're thinking of Andy's, uh, the little chocolates, dude. <laughs> They're yeah, called yeah. Andy's, not Brahms. No, yeah. Andy's There's is a mix. Brahms candy bar yeah. mixes, but then Brock's is the candy I was thinking about. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. Right. Well, oh, I forgot to start Katie Holmes. Wow. She'll do, mm. she'll what? do whatever now. Uh, Brahms the boy too. <laughs> oh, you said you forgot it starred. Okay. Yeah. It starred, Kate, starred the Katie Holmes. She's not even a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brahms. <laughs> Uh, I also get reminded of the Inception trailer. Oh, (laughs) how many people are sick currently? Ricardo, me. (laughs) I'm not sick, dude. (laughs) You're just coughing, and yeah, yeah. Well, I'm always (laughs) sick as fuck. (laughs) I always sound like Michael Wincott. Never not sick. So, so some of us sound a bit different. Sorry, everybody. You all are sick, but I'm ill. And someone sounds so different <laughs> oh that God. you probably never even heard him before. <laughs> oh, oh, that's our new guest this week. Hi, Nate. Oh, hello. Hello, Nate. Welcome to Newbie Hi, Star Nate. Trek. Hey. Uh, for those who don't know, even though I've said it multiple times in the podcast, Nate is the one who wrote and performed our amazing theme song that you just heard. Woo-hoo! So technically, we were hearing him the whole fucking time. The whole it's true. Fucking time. Yeah, he's yeah. been with us on this That's, podcast every single time. That's crazy. You know, it's like guitars is real voice, man. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, Nate, and uh, welcome to the first episode of 2023. Wow, it's been we've been away for a bit. Uh, yes, we were, we've forgotten all of our names. Yeah, every, uh, well, every ending has a beginning, as they say. <laughs> yeah, let's well, begin we at well, the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> let's do a mini introduction for, for people who forgot, I guess, because I'm Marvin, and then and I'm oh, Dan. we're doing this. Yeah, just really quick. Yeah, why not? Okay. We might have some new listeners today. Oh, it's yeah. true. Yeah, well, that, new year, new me, new listeners. Yeah, yeah who's Ooh. that? Who's, who just talked there? Who's that? Oh, I'm Ricardo. You pieces of shit. Hey, <laughs> if you guys are insulted by crude humor, then 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 fucking turn this off, dude. You don't have to fucking listen to this. And you if know? you're here to listen to exclusively Star Trek, I am very sorry, but yeah, this won't be that. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to be talking about Brahms the boy too. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Um, I'm no, you're sick. Sick? No, I'm <laughs> I'm ill, but um, uh, I'm good, and I'm happy to have Nate on the yeah. podcast for the first time. Yeah, I, and, I am just uh, so thrilled to be here. You know, and you to be picked honest, a really interesting episode. I, yikes. I have to say, I noted like, that to Marvin. I was just like, yikes. Oh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's got some experience oh, he wants to bring into this. I'm not sure, but oh, okay. you know, Marvin was texting me about like, oh yeah, this is where we are right now, and I'm like, okay, I want like Data's day. Like, oh fuck, that's taken. Yeah. Oh, what, mm. what else is coming? Oh yeah, this one was weird. Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the beauty of this show is like 
I've like kind of forgotten all of these episodes since like mm-hmm. the last time yeah. I saw them. Like weirdly, my entire memory is erased. I just remember this one being like kind of cringy. And then when I watched <laughs> it yesterday, <laughs> when I watched this yesterday, I was like, this is not even funny bad. Like this is no. just, this, I feel like truly embarrassed to have requested this episode. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the, the title of this episode should have been "God damn it, Jordy!" <laughs> God damn it, yeah. stop talking! Just, just stop talking! God damn it, Jordy! <laughs> I uh, want to like you, man. Like, no, stop! And his acting was pretty bad, but it was also like really real. I really believed him throughout the whole thing. <laughs> you know, and it's it was, also the 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 writing. The, we're going to get to it, but that scene as he's leaving the holodeck, where he's like. I made the mistake of trying to be your friend. Oh, yeah. You're like, stop, stop it right <laughs> now. I can't <laughs> wait. I, I really hope you pulled that clip because it, to no, me, I, that didn't, clip, I didn't pull that clip. No. I could pull it while we were recording, but uh, it's but so I, funny. I, like it sounds like something you would expect Job, you know, from Arrested <laughs> Development to say. Like it fully sounded like this totally bullshit argument. Yeah, and it yeah. turns. It's the point that the whole episode pivots on. I know. It's the weird like, part. It's like, it's like the nobody, characters you, all agree with this terrible argument. <laughs> it's like someone leaving the anime club in a huff. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. It's too oh. real. All right. Oh. Look, look, we, 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 we saw There's your Star Trek, damn it. <laughs> we saw Galaxy's Child. Uh, it first aired on March 11th of 1991. Dan, let's go around the sun using this song that Nate also composed. Woo. So it's been about three weeks since the last airing of the episode that we last reviewed. Um, in music, noted Dark Lord of Christmas, Mariah Carey, had a single <laughs> on the top of the charts. It was called Someday. And, Someday uh, she will, you know. I mean, okay, for, for as much of a bad rep as she, as she gets these days, like, I, I actually like that song. It's pretty good. I think the song's actually pretty good. She has I don't mind music. I, it's I, just, don't mind, I don't mind Why does she have a bad actually. rap? Did I miss something? But it's, it's just, just everyone. It's, call, I it's think just it's like, Christmas time. Yeah, I think it, it's just folded into the general people who are like, oh, Christmas music, and then Mariah Carey song is played all the time. Well, so yeah, and also every store and everything, like, decided to, like, make that, like, the only modern Christmas anthem, you know, that you can play. Anyway, yeah. moving on. In the realm of video games, during this March, uh, during the month of March, the very smart, never smart weather, lousy smart weather, fucking smart. The very first Neverwinter Nights released. It was notable for oh. being the very first online multiplayer RPG that was graphics based. It also oh, marked yeah. the first appearance of online clans and PvP combat on an online P- in an online RPG. It was hosted on AOL service starting from 1991 and lasted through 1997. And at first, people had to pay six dollars an hour to play it. Wait, Never is Neverwinter Never Winter Nights that that's that was an MMORPG? Uh, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know if you would call it MMO, but it was definitely an online multiplayer RPG. You had to, okay, you had to so, play it over. The- so it wasn't like a persistent world where everyone just walked uh, around. And- I don't know enough about it, but okay. uh, yeah, like uh, it, it okay. like people were really impressed. It had like 500 players, you know. In the first oh, that's years, a lot! So. Holy shit! Yeah, it was. It was. Oh my was. god! Oh, and okay. I like. I think my household got AOL in like '96 at the earliest. So I, I don't even. I, I'm not even sure I was aware that never. It's like more than like, like Diablo thing. could host on their servers, and that's like Blizzard. Like that's surprising, actually. How much? 
I, I, I don't think it was like concurrent users. It was just like users. <laughs> oh, oh, in general. Okay. Yeah, just in general. That, that was a feat at the session. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, right. it was okay. I mean, it was still right. impressive. Just that's still, yeah, still, back. Uh, that's still impressive. Yeah. So uh, when it comes to movies, Silence of the Lambs was still top of the box office the whole time we've been gone. But on March 1st, there was a notable film release, The Doors, directed by Oliver Stone and starring Val Kilmer as the head door, Jim Morrison. <laughs> it was criticized for having an inaccurate portrayal of the events portrayed or depicted in the film and for making Jim Morrison seem like too much of a drunken sociopath. Uh, a week later, there was a movie that just caught my eye because I'd never heard of it, but it seems kind of interesting. Uh, people don't remember it, I don't think, but it's called The Hard Way. Anyone seen it? Uh, it's a comedy it, directed Ricardo. by John with Michael, yeah. with Michael J. Fox. With Michael J. Fox and oh, yeah. James <laughs> Woods. <laughs> yep. Same director as Short Circuit. And yeah. uh, it's yeah. about Michael J. Fox as an aspiring actor who wants to learn how to act like a real cop. So he somehow arranges to shadow an NYPD detective played by James Woods and gets in his way. And it's, okay. it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> I don't know. It has 74% of Rotten Tomatoes, so I think I should find it someday. I, mm. I went to the phase where I was getting really high and watching Michael J. Fox movies. I don't know why. <laughs> That's, that's uh, not and bad. this was on the list, and uh, <laughs> it, it's really good. It's it's really good because it's bad, but it, it's still kind of shit. <laughs> All so right, um, that, that sounds and, like, and it's James Woods, it like at, at the height of his Woods James Woodsiness, yeah, before before the the heel turn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, one last thing. Oh, oh just checking oh. in with the Simpsons. By Two this point, pre-empty. they were in their second season, and the episode that aired just before this TNG episode was Bart's dog gets an F. The one where Santa's little helper had to go to obedience school, oh, and it always wow. used to confuse me why the dog's POV had like digitally distorted voices. Anyway, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, and eventually it goes. Why did it? I don't know. I, Someone I ask. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. Josh Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton would know. Um, uh, you mentioned the Doors movie, and I was thinking when I watched this, when I watched the Doors movie for the longest time, because I'm a big Doors fan, mm-hmm. and for the longest time, I couldn't get Val Kilmer's face to, 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 to be like Val Kilmer's face and not Jim Morrison's face. <laughs> oh, so every like time I close my eyes, if I'm listening mm. to music and I close my eyes, I don't see Jim Morrison. I would see Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison. And uh, okay. for, the, for years, for years until I want to say that probably happened to me too, without me ever realizing it. Yeah. Cause the and movie poster was like, became really popular yeah. as like, you know, wall art for college and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people bu- ended up buying the album, which was Val Kilmer singing, not Jim Morrison. Oh, no. Uh, uh, but yeah. he was that good that he he sounded really good. Like I mean, even if you listen to it now, like you're not like, oh, this is Val Kilmer singing. You're like, oh, this is this is this is good. Like you don't. It's not one of those things where you're like, oh boy, this is Jennifer Lopez singing Selena. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's actually good. Just just like the same with uh, that dude that played Elvis. He's pretty good. Yeah. When you're a stranger, people look like Jim Morrison. Yep. No, damn it. I should have said Val Kilmer. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up, Dan. <laughs> Re-record it. <laughs> no. I want to do start it over. Start all over. God damn it. I, I have to say, like, for this segment, I really always hope you have bad news, Dan. Because... <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, I composed that piece and I think the first time it played, you had like a lot of like really bad news. That's like, true. Hostages in Iran. And with this, like what I imagine to be happy-go-lucky grocery store music is kind of the concept. Like, and you rattling off just like a series of awful news. It just like, just for me with my music in the background, it was so good. You know, so I'm just always hoping there's like some terrible murder or something. You are, you are right. You are right. At he the did beginning, like once talk about like, oh, this Mike Tyson got arrested for hitting his wife. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't I worry. Love to hear if that I get shit. more updates it on Mike just... Tyson in you know coming down the pipe, I will Mike give Tyson them to watch. you. Yeah, Mike Tyson watch is real. Let's not forget he's he's still alive and kicking in this timeline. Oh boy, <laughs> this timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Speaking of which, I mean. Maybe uh, if if you want to, Nate, uh, if, if, do you want to like talk a bit about how like the music recording went and how like you came up with this type of song? Because it's actually very. Di- I remember just asking you, "Do whatever you want. It just needs to be a TNG theme." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I would love to talk about it. Uh, oh, it was great, such great, a. Great. It was such a struggle. I mean, I can't stress. <laughs> Like how much of a fucking struggle this thing was because like I grew up with the next generation, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not like a hardcore Trekkie, but like I definitely grew up with it. And it like the characters in this show have very much informed my life. And Mm -hmm. so the theme song to me is just fucking perfect. Like it's so good. And yeah, when Marvin asked me to do this thing, I was so excited, but I decided like, I just can't do like the same thing as the real thing. So I just Mm -hmm. didn't listen to the song at all. And the concept was, what if I just hadn't heard the song in forever and got stranded on a fucking island and just off the top of my head with whatever I had, I had to make the Star Trek song. <laughs> so, like, I I couldn't, like, be like, oh, is this note right? Like, because there's all these, like, really intricate fills they're doing with the whole orchestra and all that shit. It's like, sure. well, what if instead of this, I just did, like, a wacky guitar fill that's totally wrong, <laughs> you know? And Also, like, um, it, it's a little confusing because the version sl- technically changes from, I think, season two. And then three onward, it's, it's like a slightly different uh, composition of the theme. So, I wouldn't know because I haven't listened to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it changes from a version. Because I, I noticed it when watching the Blu-rays, at least from, I think, season one and two, the ending part of the theme song, the violins are going nuts. Like they're very yeah. loud and they're very like bombastic. And yeah. then after that, there's a version of the theme where it's much like everything's much more compressed. So you're not like hearing the violins as hard. You're kind of hearing everything kind of smushed together more. So I don't know if it's like a different mix or they mm. decided to remaster it for, for a certain thing. I have no idea, but I just remember thinking like, there's a lot you have to contend with if you want yeah. to. Let, yeah. Yeah. It's well, it, yeah. It so came like, out certainly recognizable. Yes. I, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I started off trying to do it with like the standard timing of the actual song. Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's so, it sounds so weak and lame because <laughs> the original is so triumphant, you know? And I, for whatever reason, I decided to try it to a bossa nova and it was just <laughs> like, what if I took this melody, but I played it to a bossa nova and it just, I don't know. And then it was just really fun. And after like three months of struggling with it, I, I did it in like two days. Uh, and I, I, the, my favorite part that I don't know if anybody has caught this, but you know, in the actual sequence, I remember this, you know, the enterprise goes by, you know, it flies by you a yeah, bunch yeah. of times and yeah. it has a swoosh from left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I use my lap steel in the second half oh. of it to go, Phew! 
and I pan is that what that's supposed to be okay okay yeah it's 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 both doing like you know the music but also you know it's 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 panning like the the ship does so that's 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 my favorite part yeah Oh, fantastic. Well, thank it's you. like you made a coconut radio for, for TNG. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the concept that you like, you're like, uh, what if I had to recreate it never having to listen to it again? That's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm, I just listened to it, I would just do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed with that concept because like, what if, and I saw this in a movie once, but, but, uh, but I'll, I'll talk about my, my obsession first is like, what if like the grid went down and then we, we were living in this like post apocalyptic situation where there was really no power. Right. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to tell you're like, well, let me tell you about fucking star Wars, dude, sit the fuck down, dude. <laughs> and then you had to tell your version of star Wars and just like well, the shit you would leave out or the shit you would embellish. Like, you're like, yeah, and then this fucking Jar Jar dude, fucking big ass dick, and he comes in and he's like, a, and you start just like making your own version of Jar Jar, and and uh, but anyway, I, I saw I actually saw that in a movie, um, the Dragon movie with Matthew McConaughey. You guys remember what? the movie Rain the of Fire? Dragon? Oh, yeah. Rain. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it's supposed to be in the future, and they have no power anymore, and they're doing a play, and they're doing Star Wars as a play. For the kids. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's watch that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. It reminds me of that Perry Biber Perry Biber uh Perry Bible Fellowship comic where they're like going it's like the year eight thousand or something, and they're going to a, a historical movie and like the Renaissance happens at the same time as like nine eleven or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, everything's yeah. all mixed together. Uh but yeah, yeah. One of which, those which, 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 uh, I, I, I think became obsessed because they're, they're, you know how like in, in the Bible there's like all these years that they, it's Jesus is not accounted for. Like it's like <laughs> that one dude who was supposed to keep track of those years, and, and then he's like, nah, he was a dick to me, so fuck those years. <laughs> not writing about it. And they're like, Steve, you, you, you fucking know us those years. You told us you were gonna fucking pass on. And he's like, nah, fuck that. He was a nah. dick, and he, he nobody needs to know about that shit. <laughs> um, anyway, well. You know what? Some shit people do need to know about our mm-hmm. sponsors because we need to. We need to. It's a new year. We need to yeah. make some new money. Ha <laughs> uh, So uh, bear with us while we go through what our money? sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AC said ten percent. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, first of which is our good old standard Express VPN. You guys have heard the spiel a bunch of times. So basically, you don't want to be raw dogging the internet because the internet yeah. is a scary place where people are tracking you left and right. And if you want to make sure people aren't tracking you, seeing what you're doing, get a good VPN like Express VPN. It's great because you got 3,000 plus servers in 160 locations spanning 94 countries. Works on pretty much every device you can think of. It actually works on streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max and shit. Also, like the name would suggest, it's actually quite fast. You get at least 500 up, 500 down, and they're always increasing speeds all the time. And if you go to expressvpn.com slash Trek and you sign up for 12 months, they're going to give you an extra three months for free, which means the whole thing is 49% off. It's a pretty good deal. For VPN, that's that good. And if you weren't quite sure you want to keep it, you know, maybe you don't necessarily want a VPN in your life, you know, even though you should, uh, it's got a 30 day money back guarantee. So you yeah, maybe you get sick days. of pretending you're from the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Or pretending Man. you're from <laughs> sick of pretending you're from Korea or. <laughs> 
Yeah. ExpressVPN like definitely saved my weekend like oh. a couple months ago. It, oh. it, for real. I was, you know, and I got it, of course, because, you know, I'm a newbie <laughs> Star Trek fan, of course. You know, Here's and my, my three, I got to tell you, my three months just ran out. What a, what a bummer. Oh. I'm like, do I, do I pay the full price now? But I was, I, I was down visiting my dad as I do like once a month. And like mm-hmm. what we do now when I visit him is watch football because it's the thing we can do. Mm-hmm. And the whole weekend is based around watching the 49ers game. And he's, he's in San Luis Obispo now. And the goddamn motherfucking Rams now have <laughs> San Luis Obispo as their goddamn territory. And like nobody oh. gives a shit about the Rams. Nobody. But they've got San Luis Obispo as their territory. And we're trying to watch 49ers game. And my dad's like, how come we can't watch the game? And I'm like, <laughs> we can't watch the game because of all these rights and shit. Like he's like, how can we watch it? So I tried a lot of stuff. We tried two different houses. No dice. And I'm like, hold on. I remember about how you can watch porn in the Netherlands because of Express, <laughs> Express VPN. Yes. I remember. So I was like, hold on. I can like log into my cable and then say that I'm back home in San Francisco and bam, oh, I've, I've fooled the NFL and we're streaming the game. Like nice. it, it, it made it all work because of Express VPN. And I was like, hell yeah. There you go, everybody. There's a real life case. We're not fucking with you. It really works. Eat shit, for- NFL. <laughs> <laughs> They'll try to take your money. So again, that's ExpressVPN. They'll try to kill your brains and take your money is what they want to do. <laughs> They'll use your body until it no longer works. <laughs> Yikes. God. Uh, ExpressVPN.com slash newbie Star Trek. You sign up for 12 months, you get that three months for free. And also... Our newest sponsor, you know them that by now, but they're Exter, E-K-S-T-E-R dot com. If you want to get one of those, you know, nice compact wallets, but it has a cool button where if you click it, all these cards pop out, you know, nice fanned motion, nice to see, you know, that's Exter. And Exter has all these different styles of wallets. And by the way, speaking of sports, did anyone catch the World Cup? How about that messy guy, right? Sure. Did you know Exter now has yeah, an official messy branded wallet? <laughs> if you are really, really, really that big a fan of, of Messi and you really want a wallet with his logo oh, branded. I really want to know what the design is. Yeah, is it really like his face or is it just like Argentinian stripes you, or something? Do you think do you think Messi was such a big fan of the wallet that he's like, I, I wanna I wanna be involved in this shit? <laughs> well no. they definitely <laughs> they shot it before the World Cup at least because the reviews were out for like a long time. So they, I guess they had the wallet out for a while and they're like, oh shit, he happened to win the World Cup. Uh, really, push us. <laughs> nice. What, what synergy? <laughs> Just like soccer star wallets. <laughs> Perfect yeah, <they> synergy. Go, <laughs> they go together like peanut butter and chocolate. Exactly the same. No, it goes together because a lot of people bet oh. and you're losing money and oh. now it's very mm. popular can, betting yeah. sport. Yeah, you can kiss Messi. For my theory messy. is that my theory is that the World Cup was totally scripted, all of it, <laughs> every second of it. I mean, yeah. just Vince McMahon planned the World Cup. All of it was yeah, like yeah. WWE style, written, you know, re- rehearsed. I mean, it was just. Well, if you yeah. watch people falling down the field, it looks like a spot. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. It was just no very, horrible the, at way, the way everything <laughs> unfolded 
was just so theatrical. Um, <laughs> it was almost is your, is way, this, this it was way first, too coincidental. Is this your first year watching? No, I think uh, I've watched it before. It, it's, but it's always like, been like this. It's all, every year you're like, I, I'm not trying to, like, I say that it's always like this. I've, I think it's been written since the beginning of time. I just, you know. Jesus yeah. was out there fucking writing bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. There's a I lot of money on the line. You think people are gonna the Je- like Jesus's resurrection from the cave was a work? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I, my opinion it. is that there's so He's much like, money on the line. He's like, I'm gonna go to Cuba, and you keep dropping <laughs> fucking albums. You keep dropping. My thing is, there's so much money on the line, and so much like they want to make it interesting, right? Like, so you're gonna be like, wow, yeah. guess what, guys? Next year's World Cup could be even crazier. They're gonna write. Yeah, sure, to be, top this, Sarah. You just reminded me of an advertisement I once saw for like a for like a topless bar in Mexico that said, "Hey, if Goku defeats Frieza in this episode, everyone gets a free drink <laughs> because they love Dragon Ball Super so much, and they already knew he wasn't going to beat Frieza." <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. How did they know? How did they know, Dan? I, I beat me. Oh, no. And and it was like his, you know, last time playing a World Cup. And like, you know, it was just, you know, I don't know. Well, anyway. That's my thoughts on the World Cup. If you want a messy branded wallet... Or if you're feeling <laughs> extremely ostentatious for some reason and you want a solid gold wallet, you can also buy that oh. at extra. Or yeah, you could just not buy like at all. <laughs> you can just buy like kind of a practical wallet where you know it's got a sleek minimalist design. It's got the quick access card button. It's got those RFID blocking plates to make sure that no one can just walk by and swipe your card data. And if you want, you can attach a little tracker to it so that in case you misplaced your wallet, you're like, oh shit, where did I put it? You can just use that little tracker, figure out where your wallet is. It's pretty neat. And if you go to exter.com, that's E-K-S-T-E-R.com and use our offer code newbie, that gets you up to 25% off site-wide on any item, even if that item's on sale. We'll just tag on the extra savings on top of that item. So again, that's exter.com, E-K-S-T-E-R.com and use offer code newbie for up to 25% off site wide you know it just occurred to me that like our offer code is something that anyone could like try to guess it's like well i'm a new customer and i just like start putting in like words that might work and then like we might have some people using our code without even knowing it's ours they get suckers (laughs) they get a cheaper deal when doing it oh we should have our code be like like something like uh like cranking it or something fun, dude. You know, like mini <laughs> Star Trek. It's Crank fun, it. but it's not. I like, want it to be make it so. <laughs> yeah, well, that would like, be pretty let's, good. Let's mm. get it on. Or well, for a little inside baseball. They they choose our code for us. We can't number really one, trust. dude. You know what? And they let's always choose or newbie. Fuck this company. <laughs> yeah, they they use promo the code. code Statham. Imagine. Yeah, that'd be really we cool. We could be cool, dude, but no, fuck this shit, dude. Fuck this wallet, dude. <laughs> and then if he sues us, it's like, no, no, no. Send we, him we, back, the dude. promo code Stadham. Stadham. I forgot to really mention. show you uh, about our statistics. <laughs> it's free shipping on any order over $50. So that basically yeah. any any order, it's free shipping. And you could do free returns within 45 days. So all Sick. that stuff, you know, you know all that. But we don't know is what Denise Crosby is going to ask right now. Ricardo. Could you please tell us what happened in this episode? That's a damn lie, and you know it. Everyone it's knows true. what she says by now. I know, I know, it's true. She enunciates too much. 
I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Make her do it again. <laughs> okay, I will. Ricardo, <laughs> could you please tell us what happened in this episode? Okay, I think we got it, Denise. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. So they're Ubering somebody or something. It's some bullshit, dude. Actually, um, I don't know if they're Ubering anyone this time. They're are definitely they? Ubering. I think, they're, they are, I think they're on the way to pick up some cargo. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're always on the way to pick now. something up, dude. But also okay. Roms. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah. true. It's, they're it's also either that or a rendezvous. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're on the way to pick up something, but they're like, hey, on the way to pick up something, Brahms, the boy too, uh, <laughs> is going to be on the ship. <laughs> And 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 Jordy immediately he's like oh fuck yeah dude and he, he's like that's excited. already a problem yeah that's already yeah. weird it's he's really he, he does it that uh, off very strange he, does, he kind of does that Dean Kane thing the woo you know what I'm talking about? like the, 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 the I mean, uh, you know, not Dean Kane. Uh, Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Yeah. Dean Kane. I don't think it went like that. Yeah. He did, but. Yeah, yeah dude. You kind of felt like the, the fist. It had the same energy, dude. The like same a little, energy. Like a little fist, like a, you know, yeah, like, yes. Yeah. Well, like, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't. He's enough just that, too that, excited, man. It was enough that that Picard was like, "Oh, what, what, what's what's up with that?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking Brahms, dude." And he's and he's like, "Okay." And he that should have been a red flag to Picard yeah. to immediately yeah. check the holodeck yeah. files. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what they should great. do? Dude? Look, look, I, look. If you're not on the holodeck, the- should stay on the holodeck. No, no but Jordy's no, no. an idiot. <laughs> Here's the thing. You always gotta clear the cachet, dude. You always gotta clear the cachet. Don't leave the fucking log there, dude. One, like honestly, even ExpressVPN won't save you from that. Yeah, he's got a program locally. Why would he do that? Why would he keep it? This is this is what ExpressVPN would do in this time in this this timeline. Yeah, it would it would it would say, oh, Jordy was looking at you know. Let's just say this for example. He was he was fucking Megan Fox on the holodeck, uh, but in Norway, Enterprise, it was in another <laughs> ship. It, he basically like spoofs it so it thinks it's on a different ship. Oh, uh, he was fucking the Megan Fox yeah. on the Reliant or something. Yeah, yeah, on a Romulan ship. Uh, what was he doing there? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so anyway, he's like, "Yeah, fucking Brahms, hell yeah, bro." And so he's, he's like, "Okay, weirdo." And then so so Jordy is like. He's a goddamn idiot, dude. And he's like, he's got tick. He develops ticks. He's got like doing this shirt thing, which is, he's not like <laughs> taking so dirt weird. off or anything. It's a weird tick. Um, it's it's so like an weird. OCD it's thing. so weird. He's just like, how giddy he is makes me so uncomfy. Like, yeah. And like the main problem here is how the episode, like, or, or how his character in this episode just can't separate like holodeck from reality. It's the simplest thing in the world. Like, <laughs> that, that's not no, the same but- person. But that's a but that's a real life problem people deal with, right? Like, I mean, it's it's a I mean, problem I guess with like celebrities. Of, it's it's a essentially yeah, it's, it's a parasocial it's, relationship he essentially formed with Leia Brahms. Actually, that's kind of what he's he was hoping for. He's hoping yeah, that this speaks it, to a very modern day, you know, thing. And you know what? I've had some like fairly recent experience with like you, you know, like how there's been like a lot of buzz around like Chat GPT and like neural network chatbots oh, yeah. now, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's like there's a there's a service in beta right now called Character.ai. 
that, you know, uses those neural net like chat, chat like functions to, you know, simulate, you know, characters and conversations that are like defined by users and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So there are a bunch of chat bots that provide very convincing conversations in character as, you know, whoever, like they're fictional or real or historical or what have you. And it it's like I like I just messed around with like what or two. It's like this is like scarily like convincing. You definitely did you talked fall to Batman, didn't you, Dan? <laughs> uh, no. no, you didn't fall. You didn't fall. Not talk to Batman. Wait, what'd you say? Did you fall in love? Well, not with Batman. <laughs> with well, this I mean, chat bot? Does, ch- no. does, ch- does ChatGPT pass the Turing test now, or does it not? I don't know, because like, I don't think character.ai necessarily uses ChatGPT like, ex- like, explicitly. I don't think it just like piggybacks off of it or anything, but it is a similar like neural network-y AI-generated thing. Hmm. So... But anyway, it does like, you know, manage to, you know, pull, it, it, it mimics speech patterns very well and all that other stuff. Like it's a very convincing conversation you can have with people. So it's, it's, and so all you- that to say that I think many Geordies are being born at this very second. Oh no. Of course. <laughs> oh, we're raising a generation a of Geordies. Oh no. Yeah. At How least the that? wrong the the wrong stuff he did in this episode. That's the yeah. thing that blew me away. I guess it's just that there's a different set of writing standards or just standards in general back in the day that well, that was a, like an argument a character could make. Like his <laughs> yeah, his attitude towards well, it, it, Jordy's general attitude towards women is is always kind of like icky. Like <laughs> it's 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 hard to root for him. Well, he Nate can't is shaking see, his head. He can't or, or, or nodding he his head pensively. <laughs> he can't see what they're how they're reacting. Yes. What do you what? Wait, he can't what see he? what they're. He can't uh, pick up on uh, physical cues. He can, he gets no cues because <laughs> he's blind. Like, as yeah. this, as this, maybe it's because he's blind. But yeah, like as this episode progresses, like and he continues, like to want to divulge his feelings to her. It's like, what have you gotten from her that this is a good idea? Yeah, he's just, yeah, like, it's so like, he clings on to the fake thing that you know was never real. It's like. You have to realize that it isn't the same thing. Like it, it legitimately should be it. over from the moment he meets her. <laughs> and yeah, it honestly, it's like, like she should come in. She should come in hot, and then and and come in like, like hey, we're we're inspecting these fucking engines, dude, because you fucked them up. And he should have been like, oh, clearly, yeah, she's 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 yeah, I fell in love with a girl. So oh, you know what? I just remembered I have- a point I wanted to make. Sorry, I sorry. Have a question uh, after Dan's point. Okay, okay. I, it, it relates back to character.ai. Like, the point I wanted to make about it at the very end of it was, like, uh, when you have it mimic a historical figure or a fictional person or whatever, that's based off of publicly available data, right? Like, oh, okay. And, like, what, what gets simulated is something that is palatable to you based on that public, like, image and what, you know, you would perceive them to be based on that public image. And that's essentially what the holodeck did for Brahms. That's it was you based think on, she was really it was based on Starfleet like, records interview? and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's, well, uh, well, that's the thing. It, like, it, it takes facts, right? And then it gives, gives all relevant facts that, you know, like, make it realistic. But then the personality part and, you know, interacting well, with yeah. your part is is filled in by the bot so that kind of brings me back to my old theory about it's the ship the ship was flirting with Jordy. god damn it that's true it, it seems to cement yeah, the idea yeah. that the ship wanted to fuck Jordy, and that's really what was going on <laughs> i think it picked up that that's what he wanted like it's it's yeah. a holodeck program that's designed to please the user yeah and like clearly this is the thing that he wants and he's 
you know, he's responding positively to it. And it's just yeah. like going deeper down that rabbit hole, like, like YouTube conspiracy theories, you know, that's exactly what chatbots <laughs> yeah, yeah, do yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just like, just like those algorithms, like, uh, uh, content algorithms where it's like, Oh, you like flat earth theory. How about QAnon? Would you like to go deeper into that too? So that's, like that's I noticed kinda... you watched one VTuber clip. Your entire wall is anime girl faces now. <laughs> Uh, it's difficult. Still finding, is. <laughs> it's difficult finding clips on YouTube. I, I should start doing it um, in on incognito mode because I grab random clips for the TikTok all the time. So mm. now it's like, oh, now you want to see lots of Orson Welles clips. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, dude. Especially so with, I, with that Paul Marzon wine. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know, like, who believes Jordy should have said straight out, told her. Like, hey, I did this thing. Like, should he have told her up front, like upon meeting her, or was Not it upon right to tell it? Her, but or like pretty soon never. after, like you know, sooner I, than he did I, I, I think it. Never. I think it's it's creepy. I think never. I think he should never said it. He should have deleted <laughs> really? the logs. Well, yeah. What good could the problem have done? is he tried to pursue a relationship with her <laughs> in the first place. So he should have basically just <laughs> pretended, acted like he never had this whole world thing and just acted like a normal human being kept it to himself. Like uh, a professional. Uh, okay. I, I think, yeah, act professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Act like, act like a Starfleet fucking officer, you piece of shit. That's true. Uh, I he know. You used to get all over Barkley's fucking ass about his yeah. unprofessionalism and look at That's what he's true. doing. It's so, oh no, Jordy. Yeah, I, wish I mean, she even calls it out to him. Episode. She says he's the most like unprofessional Informal. officer, informal, yeah, informal officer she's ever met, and I'm like, ooh, take that's take pretty. take his actions away from it. So take his take his weird weirdness away from it. I think that it's no different than if you like take for instance like this, like you get invited to you're single, you get invited to your friend's party, and he's like, hey, remember my friend who I took a picture with on Instagram? Yeah, I'm inviting her. I know, you, and you think she's cute. I'm gonna introduce you. And it's not, it's no different than if you're like, Oh, what did you like? Let me go on her Instagram and see, are there things I should talk to her about? It's no different than that. Do you know what I mean? Or in if, a way, or, if, or if it's, you, a, it's a little different to me. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. I mean, it's cause it's, I get it's what futuristic. You mean, it's futuristic, but also but he like kissed her and stuff. But, yeah. But that's not real. That's not, it's not real. <laughs> To, okay, to me, okay, we've had this a similar conversation, but to me, this is the equivalent of, oh, I started getting obsessed with this person. I made like deep fakes of this person and I kept them in like my private Plex server. And now she came over and she started watching my Plex server and discovered my weird deep fake videos. You know, it's like almost the exact same thing. It's just, but and <laughs> what makes it weirder is that like not only are you watching this stuff, but it's very much affected how you can behave around her in the real world. Yeah. Like yeah, he continues to do things that's big, yeah. that m- make her so uncomfortable and she shrugs it off like a pro. Yes, like, that's true. Like that's true. she's not that cold. She just shrugs it off and is like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm used to getting this bullshit and I'm going to proceed to do my job. Yeah. Yes. And, and she and gives she him tries credit to- where it's due. Like even yeah, as yeah. he's being a creep. Well, and because because he says, "Oh, we did it," but but the truth is that he did it. He he just used AI to bounce ideas, but he did. He was the one who did it. Like he he should take credit for it. And it's hard to say what we should think of because we don't have this technology. But but is it 
And the thing is that what makes it weird is his fucking attitude and his fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. his, his, yeah, actions, his, his actions. inability to distinguish yeah. reality from the holodeck fantasy. Like, that's yeah. that's the main that's, problem here. That's just what's making it weird for us. It's like we and can't get past that because he's just so fucking creepy. And it's not just his inability to, like, see the difference there. It's also just the standard, very real behavior that he has where when she's not interested, yeah. he gets really, like... <laughs> angry with her like yeah no 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 you're right you're right the first time they're interacting and she's been kind of cold with him he's actually shouting at her you know and and as the episode progresses he's just like i don't know why you're so cold and all that you're such a bitch (laughs) basically and she's just trying to do her fucking job yeah so so i i'm really disappointed to see that this issue doesn't get solved in the future between men and women because (laughs) like Honestly, I want you all to tell me how many times has, you know, how many times has a, a, like a woman yelled at you for you turning them down? Like uh, if you said no. It's literally never happened. No. <laughs> I don't know. That's never happened. Well, well, so I never if you, said, if you said politely to a girl, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if you said to someone, you uh, no, thank you, but <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not interested. And, I presume, you know, the woman in return starts acting how Jordy, has it ever happened to you? All of you have said no. I have had that happen to me I don't know how many times. Well, I can more times than very, I can count. That's a depressingly um, typical behavior. Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. very disappointing to see that. Not much. Like, whatever. You're not even hot. You're just an asshole. <laughs> in, in, yeah, so where men just cannot handle rejection. You as know? bad it's as the writing not, and the yeah. acting is on Jordy's Jordy's part in this episode, like his, it's so real. Like his responses yeah. are also That's so deeply real, intertwined it, with his like weird, creepy, like his stupid inability to distinguish the two. Yeah, like I can imagine someone like the way Jordy, like like I pulled the clip because uh, uh, since we're already here, we're here, man. Let's do it. We skipped the space, baby. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But the, the it's just part a juicy conversation. Jordy just starts going off on Leah Brahms after she discovers the holotech of basically the moment right before he kisses her hologram. All right, look. Ever since you came on board, you've been badgering me, and I've taken it. I've shown you courtesy and respect and a hell of a lot of patience. Oh no, no, no! Wait a minute. Yeah, no. I've tried to understand you. I've tried to get along with you. And in return, you accused, tried, and convicted me without even bothering to hear my side of it. So I'm guilty, okay? But not of what you think. Of something much worse. I'm guilty of reaching out to you. Of hoping we could connect. I'm guilty of a terrible crime, doctor. I offered you friendship. It's such a ridiculous rant. He's it, it, it's what what is his argument? Whoa, what was my crime? My crime. <laughs> what, what was I judged for? What did the court judge me guilty for? What was I guilty for? Being your friend, trying to reach out. I wanted a friendship. Or and she's just like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah. You, he's like, you cold fucking bitch. I'm just trying to be your fucking friend. And she's just like, oh god, okay. He, here, here's the, the weird part of the episode, and 
I think it's it's it, the problem is that this I, I get what they were going at, but like it just especially nowadays it comes out creepy because we we know things. Look, I think it's it's okay that that we're still discussing that because that's what's so good about this show is that like they they discuss universal themes that are still happening. I mean, a lot of the, the themes they talk about in the show are still happening, mm-hmm. and this is mm-hmm. a bad aspect of it, but it, this is still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, just like fucking racism. Um, mm-hmm. but the fact, what, what kind of bugs me is how it, the resolution is like, well, see, we work together really well. And if you weren't yeah. married, we probably <laughs> like, it kind of leaves yeah, a joke about it at the yeah, end. She's, she's like, like oh, can you hus- believe I was so mad? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you, you're getting, you're, uh, your guess is getting a call. Brahms too is getting a call. And, and then she, <laughs> and she's like, my husband. And then there's like a weird pause. And like, it's like, Wow, if I wasn't married, if it was another time, yeah. maybe. You think that and she's like, going to deny the call? Maybe. Yeah, yeah Sarah was yeah. saying, oh, there's, a, there's easily a way they could have written it where she said, I'll take the call later or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was half expecting there's her to be like, There's not a thing in memory. Alpha saying there was later. a version like that, wasn't there? No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I, No, I, but I they through. do that on purpose. They have that beat where you're kind of like, is she going to take the call? Yeah, or I mean, not? it's like. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, I, I think the writers imagine that the viewer, like, sees themselves as Jordy. It's like, yeah, you get her, Jordy. And it's like, no, no, don't oh, get her. Don't get her. She she literally. There's two I am points so where glad it- they just let her be married and, like, kind of not. <laughs> and walk away and, and go yeah. talk to her like, husband. Like, imagine if they actually tried oh. to pursue a relationship in show with him oh, and God. Leah. And, like, just oh, having to have that baggage in the background forever, even if they never mention it again. It's yeah. just like... It, 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 it's weird. Yeah, weird. Like there's, there's two points it could have stopped definitively, which he should have taken. The first is when he first met her, and she's yeah. clearly hostile towards him. At that point, mm-hmm. we're done. The second just do your is... job. Yeah, just do your job and move on, right? Right? Yeah. But the second yeah. part is... Okay, you've gone already too far by inviting her to your quarters and having dinner with her. And making her, so, and making her fucking, and she fucking hint- churros or whatever he made for her. What did he make for her? Nothing, because she wouldn't have it. She she was such a pro. Like, that situation, <laughs> she goes in there and she's like, oh, you clearly think this is a date. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, I'm gonna oh, and go. then he makes the hair comment. Your hair. It's, yeah. it's, you used to wear up or something. And she's like, how did you yeah. know that? Ah, I hate about? it. I Why hate that. Could, could, talking could, about people's let me, hair. In let a me just get rid of the other storyline real quick because that one's a really <laughs> fast one. So there's a flying ravioli it's like yeah. it's like a it's it's like a Myron and I called it a space whale yeah 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 yeah, yeah but it's like it's like it's a ravioli with, with like with like weird breasts um and so it has the ravioli, on the edge as if they crimped yeah, it with yeah. a fork yeah it's kind yeah, of like a dumpling it's like a dumpling it's a radioactive calzone yeah yeah and so this dumpling god forbid a radioactive puzzone yeah it's just flying around this dumpling. It's happy and it turns out it's pregnant. And then uh, they're like, "Oh, it's getting close to us." And Picard's like, "Oh, don't put up the shields. Let him let him feel safe." <laughs> Fuck it. This is all Picard's <laughs> fault. This is all Picard's yeah, fault. Yeah. Can, can and, then, and then they start attacking them because it starts sucking the energy. And he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking shoot it!" And they fucking kill it. And then, and then, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, we killed it. It could have been the only one." Shit, dude. Picard's like, "What did you want to say?" Hey, <laughs> my my favorite thing about this episode, like, it's not really you can't really redeem this episode, but.
but the one thing that I found joy in this episode was Worf's relation to Picard in this episode. Because yeah. Picard does some seriously yeah. shitty captaining in this episode. Like, <laughs> like it all starts yeah. with when he first meets with Jory and like he's telling her him that Brahms is there and like Jordy's going fucking crazy. And Picard's just like looking at him like, this guy is going to be weird. I can tell for sure, but I'm going to see where this, like, I'm going to just see where this goes. He doesn't make any comment. And he like, never uh, checks in on them. He no, never, like, never. <laughs> and then, and then this, the space baby's out there and he's like, oh, there's a space baby. We got to check this out. And then Worf is like, you know, this thing might be dangerous, Captain. I suggest raising shields. And Captain's like, you know yeah, what? This is the most we're, reasonable Worf has ever been. Yeah, we're yeah. interested. We're interested in the space baby. It might be no space mother. It might be interested in us. And Worf, you could see it. He sighs and shakes his head. Like, <laughs> he sighs and he shakes. His he head. does it in the conference meeting too, which is so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. frustration grows with the episode, and then, like, of course, the thing starts like attacking them, yeah. or like whatever the fuck, and then like. Like the thing attacks them after Worf said to raise shields, and and Picard says, oh, "Raise shields then." And then Worf once again sighs, shakes his head, goes, "Raising shields, like I fucking told you." Like, <laughs> it's, it's too so late good. now, Captain. Shields won't raise. So yeah, he, he, he got him up. It was like attacking us. All right, open fire. It's like okay, we killed it. Like. <laughs> And then the captain, after they kill this thing, like, you're the captain of the ship. You should pretend like you've got your shit together at this point, right? <laughs> like, all right, let's move on. What signs do we have? No, he goes on this soliloquy about, like, <laughs> like we're out here on a mission to to find, you know, truth and whatever the fuck. And, uh, and we've killed it instead. Like, and the whole, like, crew has to sit around and listen to him go on this soliloquy. No, that about, was really sad, though, when they killed the mom. <laughs> Like, yeah, they killed it. I felt, it I felt emotional. I was just like, oh my God, they fucking killed this thing. Just imagine yeah, being Worf, though. It was so weak, though. It took like, <laughs> like a minimal percentage of the phaser And then power. when you That's found out it was cow. fucking pregnant, when you found out it was pregnant, <laughs> and then and then what's Picard's like, are you fucking kidding me? We killed the fucking mom? I and now it's pregnant? And there's <laughs> and a fucking said, baby? He said we like it was the crew's decision. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Like, imagine being Worf here like, Captain, we should just raise the shields. <laughs> and, you know? and then like they'd kill this thing because Picard wasn't acting rationally. And then the P- Picard then goes on this soliloquy of, you know, we're out here trying to <laughs> do good stuff and look what we've done, you know, just like what bullshit. You know, and then you that we didn't do was, anything. It was just trying. <laughs> it was just trying to protect its baby, and like then that's the, why it attacked yeah. because it came too close and it was pregnant and wanted to protect its baby from the ship. And yeah. it was doing what it should do. And Picard mentions that and was like, "I fucked up. Like we fucked up. You know, like we should not yeah, have come it, that close." Worf should, Worf should have been not we fucker. You fucked up, fool. I told you. <laughs> but then the, the funny part also is then he fucks up again right afterward because yeah. Picard's like, 
okay, well, we should we should get this baby out, right? And Worf yeah. is like, I recommend we don't do this. Oh, <laughs> who, who do they listen to, though? Yeah. Who do they listen to? <laughs> Beverly's like, you know what I would do? Oh, fuck. I thought, I thought the baby was going to die. I'm like, you know what? The baby's, in, the baby's dead. Oh, man, that would have been hilarious if the phaser went straight through. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. Kill the baby. And then they kill the baby, too? Oh, my God. Yeah. Be like, we just killed the baby now. So does to speed to speed the storyline up, uh, this this B storyline. Uh, so <laughs> then then the the baby hatches and there's a little ravioli inside, and then the little ravioli is like, hey, I I'm hungry. Are you my mom? And then it starts suckling at the teat of the Enterprise. And, yeah. And, and then more ravioli start showing up, and they're like, and then Jordy and the 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 Jordy fucking the creepy ass Jordy and Brom have to work together to come up with an idea, and then they 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 have a good time coming up with idea and they're like oh my god look at us teamwork it's fucking creepy this is one of the episodes where I wish I could talk to like the the writers that were like the the showrunner and go what was going on here like Maurice Hurley by the way what's the point of this shit what's the point of this episode I don't know man the point is he wants to to sort of resolve (laughs) the thing with Leia Brahms but he does it the way he thinks he should yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it could have it could have been written in a way that was like a much better like commentary on you know developing a parasocial relationship with the idea of someone that isn't real like it could have been a good lesson it really could have been <laughs> yeah but it said it wasn't at all and, and no. you know another redeeming part of this episode is a conversation that they should have had in the ready room that they didn't is like what about the prime directive like mm. okay you know, do we need to be launching the space baby? Like, shouldn't we just like leave well enough alone at this point? Yeah. But you know, I don't mind them not talking about this prime directive. I've had yeah, enough, it was fine. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, they already fucked up by shooting it. So at that point, they're they're interfering. Yeah, like if you fuck up once by violating the prime directive, are you then clear to violate it more and more to like you know try to <laughs> try to like put things back? But but then also, know. this is clearly like a space mammal that is like fully dependent on its mother. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just take it to where it was going. And that's <laughs> <laughs> like, we've killed its mother, but. Yeah, and, and it clearly had a, like a mechanism where it, it needed like the equivalent of milk to survive. But like for all we know, the yeah. fellow adult calzones just killed the baby as soon as they got. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah or, or put it to make Nikes. Like they're, it's making Nikes. <laughs> 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 Not Nikes because they're they're a good company actually. Uh, <laughs> There's so Apple many iPhones, sweatshops in the asteroid belt. Apple, Apple <laughs> iPhones, yeah. Uh, but d- d- yeah, that was the ravioli side story. Essentially, the ship was going to be destroyed because it kept sucking energy out, and then yeah, they, they soured they, the milk. They they soured, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> soured the milk by shrinking their centimeters or something i don't know it was they like changed the, the wavelength yeah the <laughs> yes, wavelength because, mm-hmm. okay because okay, all okay. space creatures uh, you have uh, resonate or depend on some arbitrary wavelength for some reason <laughs> and so if we just make the wavelength far enough away from that wavelength that's gonna taste sour to the baby yeah if you get it to sour one hundredth of the original wavelength it's sour enough <laughs> that was the one part of this episode that I remembered clearly, apparently, because when they looked at each other, when they looked at each other, I was like, sour the milk. And you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
back. Let's go back to the creepy stuff. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? Uh, I guess they, they we've kind of like jumped all over it. Like we we've <laughs> talked about moments across the entire timeline of the episode that creep creep us out. Yeah, we we basically got up to the fact that like Brahms and and Jordy have to work together and they fall in love. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get I don't know if I would go that far, but like it, it's clear that Brahms is being way too forgiving and nice here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All because of that fucking speech he made, that like over the top, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. style yeah. speech. Yeah, like the fact after, that she's like affected by it and reconsiders things. It's awful. And it's like it basically ends with him accusing her mm-hmm. of being the asshole, and <laughs> she kind of like the performance that she was told to give is that she's taking that to heart instead of what she really would have been doing in real life is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You have this, like, you have been weird to me this entire time. I can just imagine Jordy going on the AITA subreddit. It's like, am I the asshole for... <laughs> <laughs> so Brown comes on the ship. Friend, total bitch. <laughs> She was all creeped out when I talked about how nice her hair was. (laughs) Such a bitch. And then she saw this hologram which she wasn't supposed to see. (laughs) She wouldn't even eat the fingeli I made for her. I did so much work putting on a nice sweater. And (laughs) I I dialed in the perfect soundtrack. And then I had the replicator. I used my replicator credits on her pasta. And she wouldn't even have any. And those are my replicators. Replicator credits. <laughs> and then she told me this was inappropriate and left. What She's a bitch. Left. <laughs> yeah, when she left, he like was so angry, like in the room, like Yeah, he was pouting. And I was yeah, just like it's, it's so it's the same as those yeah. violin pirates. The same yeah, shit. It's the exact it's the yeah, exact yeah. same, like, yeah, it's the exact same scenario. It's awful. You, you hate to see he, it. So now, after all this, these episodes, uh, he has to have complaints against them. Yeah, I want to sit down with. I know, like, it, I want to sit down with him and Troy, where she's not wearing like the normal outfit. She's like clearly covering up more than she usually does. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, so Jordan, we got to talk about some complaints we've been having <laughs> <laughs> from a uh, really high level uh, start, like Starfleet architect about uh, some <laughs> shit you're talking. Oh, oh my, my god! Oh well, I guess yeah. Then it resolves with the their friends now. Somehow. Yep, it's all bygones. The and then she even says at the end, like, "Oh, I wouldn't have changed a thing except oh, the way I behaved." That's and I was so like, awful! Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> that's so awful! But the whole first half of the episode, she behaved entirely appropriately to the situation that she was presented with. Yeah, like, like she walked on the sh- ship and treated him like a colleague, and he was weirdly mean to her and aggressive, like at every turn. You like, know, ar- and then- like arguably the only thing I could say that she was kind of mean about was the very first line. Where she's like, oh, so you're the one who fouled up my design. So that's a little aggressive in a workplace. Sure. Even then, you could chalk it up to just being like, oh, she's just being passionate about her work at that moment. She also walks weirdly directly up to him, like a foot away from him. That's true. It's it's a little close. So Mm -hmm. that that sets the tone a little wrong right at the beginning. But after that, she's just responding as if like, hey, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Like. 
<laughs> I think the moment she breaks character from being like a reasonable human being who's like a professional is in the holodeck when she says, was it good for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that you have one a little, for every like, day of the week, one for every mood, like, you know, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, she's going on. But like, rightfully so, because she's discovered yeah. some weird shit. Well, so, yeah, actually, especially considering like the behavior she's been able to observe to that point, like she has every right to assume yeah. the worst. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not necessarily true. But still, man, come on, Jordy. Like, I think the I think the real ending, like Ricardo was alluding to, is supposed to really should have been they they work together to fix the problem, right? And maybe because of that, they they might have like a mutual respect. But then it will still end with her being like, "But I don't want to do anything with you." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Not like I'm now your best friend. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's like please erase like my likeness from your holograms, please. Feel free to use my specs and my schematics and crap, but just leave me out of it. Yeah. I, I think there's a review for this episode that said, basically, it turns Jordy into a virtual rapist and he's basically <laughs> encouraged and rewarded for his behavior. That's which one is- of the... Um, <laughs> uh, that's... Uh, yeah, I think that's... Um, one of the writers of the Star Trek novels actually reviewed it. Yeah. He said like, it turns LaForge into an unrepentant virtual rapist. Yeah. That's, that's what he says about the episode. Cause it's like, yikes. I, I mean, and like the weird part is the episode, I guess it's just so surprising to me. Like there's so little, like the episode doesn't try to set Jordy straight at all. Like even no. Guinan, the voice of wisdom kind of just goes, Okay, you're it's like she fall. wasn't what it was <laughs> like, she just was like up to be, huh, Jordy? Yeah, guy right, doesn't bye. go. What are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, she does like kind of like she rolls her eyes. It's like oh, this guy after he's like you know excited to see her and he leaves ten forward and. I, like that's probably the only bit you get from Guinan about like you know Jordy's Jordy's an idiot, but she just keeps it to herself. She doesn't dispense <laughs> advice or guidance. Like Guinan usually guides with to guys, yeah. so it's it's unfortunate. It was not Sage. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, I mean, would have really liked to have seen Jordy get talked to by a superior the way that like Barkley did. You know, when Barkley was having all mm. his like like sexual escapades. Oh, imagine and if Barkley was in oh, this episode and he got oh. Yeah, what if he was in the episode? Oh, that would have been sick. What if oh. he like you know caught wind of what was happening? It's like so, Lieutenant. <laughs> I heard uh, <laughs> heard some stuff. Oh, what you doing in the holodeck? I heard you're quite the hypocrite. <laughs> maybe, maybe, we, maybe we could swap <laughs> files sometimes. <laughs> heard you're quite the lady man. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, because like, you know, I mean, when Worf went off and, and killed that guy because he killed his wife, essentially, I mean, Picard talked to him. But, jo- but nobody talks to, War- to to Jordy about making like a holograph. <laughs> Now, you know what? Barkley would be or, that guy, or would be like Mouse from the Matrix. Oh, yeah. He'd be the guy who is like, eh. Hey, yeah, uh, you, like, you like that lady in the green dress? <laughs> oh, I can no. arrange something for you. <laughs> oh, no. If Mouse did it of like Trinity. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, actually, good fair point. At least it was like a completely or, or based on anyone real. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked if if Leah Brahms walks in on the simulation and like <laughs> Barkley's already in there just making out with her. <laughs> <laughs> Barkley had discovered it. <laughs> uh, Someone's in here. Uh, uh, <laughs> we locked the doors again. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess this the, the episode kind of just had the one theme of which is Jordy really not giving up. Uh, uh, so that's that was. This is a theme with him though. Like, yeah, it's not a good thing. Unfortunately, like so. Like, I am feeling worse and worse for like the character of Jordy in terms of writing like, and Didn't you and like legacy. stick up for him, Dan? <laughs> not stick up for him, but like there like, was something okay. where like you picked him for your team. Like you there's, wanted him. There's on your aspects side, of like, there's aspects of his like pitifulness that I can relate to personally, <laughs> honestly. But I. There are lines that he crosses that I don't think I ever would. <laughs> um, really? I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't make a, a whole program with somebody and... I think Dan would hold his shit together in front of them. <laughs> well, Dan's like, like no, even, I would use Express Here's the thing. Yeah. Even if I did, I wouldn't act like that around them. That's the problem. <laughs> also, you would probably have the good sense to delete the program. <laughs> like, like, yeah, if that ever happened, the they would never know. <laughs> ever. Oh, because that's fucking crazy. Don't do that. It's a. It's like. Uh, what's I his mean, name? I guess it's like you know, you can't control what you're sure. I mean, essentially, this is Jordy. He has a crush on a coworker. Okay, not it even. Happens, you know what I mean? But you don't have to act creepy. You can just, that, yeah, you know, yeah. keep it to yourself, man. Like that's yeah, it. yeah, and like you know, don't. When they have told you I f- this is inappropriate, and she's married. We're done. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Keep it to yourself. Keep it in your dreams. Keep it in the holodeck. I don't know. Under lock. Yeah, exactly. Key. It's like not sure what to tell you. you. May not be able to control much about like what you fantasize about, but you can certainly control how you act around the subjects <laughs> of your fantasies. You know, ever Idiot. since we start, <laughs> get some self control. <laughs> Ever since we started the podcast, like I, like, I randomly see like you know uh, old cast articles or, or interviews here and there with like uh-huh. Jonathan Frakes and like and and Levar Burton always has like this air of like man, fuck these guys, <laughs> like that type of <laughs> well, when talking yeah, about like his role. <laughs> well, I think he's uh, he's definitely given at least one interview where he just explicitly said like he was pretty like you know angry about the fact that Jordy never got it together. Yeah, with, it, like, it was poorly women. written and like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah that kind of sucks because the actor I'm sure doesn't is not creepy, right? Well, and it's he's playing Burton. his character. He's, he made Reading Rainbow. How bad could he be, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't have he's to take probably, his word for it. He's, a, he's, probably, he's probably disappointed that it's so creepily written. And yeah. It's like LeVar Burton was better. a perfect gentleman. Did it then? <laughs> you know, I think it's I just, have to admit, I think there was a time in my life when I probably related to Jordy's character in this episode and was like rooting for him. And at the end, I was like happy that it ended on a positive note, you know, mm. like probably when I yeah, was 12 and you didn't or really whatever. think about it. It's just like, oh, everyone's like cool and happy with each other. And that's enough. Yeah. 
I guess. No, I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I'm After, glad that that phase of your life is over. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> After having to be like an adult that. in a workplace, like, and treat people with respect, like, it just takes We're not workplace. just like talk to women like that at all or yeah. expect women to <laughs> be into you in any way sh- or entertain you in any way and then go off on them completely. I, th- I, I think that like is when, a good point, When she Nate. points yeah. him off, like... He like goes off on her, completely goes off on her. And she's yeah. just sitting there taking it. And I would have been like, this, if that was modern day, I would have been like, you motherfucker, you, you I know <laughs> you're not fucking screaming at me. I know, I know, no way, no fucking way are you, are you saying Yeah, but this instead she's right like, oh, maybe he's right. <laughs> I mean, if I literally, if I had a fucking dollar or nickel for every time some guy has, yeah, literally said that. Or been that way to me. Like, honestly, most women have had this happen to them. So yeah. it's, I'm sorry, it's Sarah, and all women. Yeah. yeah. No, so be sorry for all women who have to endure this <laughs> all the time. So yeah. I, I, I think Nate had a good point where it's like this the way it's written, it's like a, like a 12 year old boy wrote it. And this is like his idea of what getting like a friendship out of someone who doesn't or like even like a romantic interest out of someone who doesn't want to be your romantic interest is written like it's it's like this very juvenile idea consolation prize is too good yeah yeah it's (laughs) yeah it's like it's like i also have a controversial point i don't even think she owes him friendship no no no, no that's not controversial at all controversial at all like at this they kind of come to like a okay well you know the least we could do is be friends or whatever no like, that's what no, i mean like that's like a juvenile point that. of view <laughs> like, like to think we can now be friends later like, like she <laughs> owes you absolutely she owes you just to be a professional and that's it no friendship no nothing She's I mean, she she was she was actually within her she was she was actually within her rights to meet at that point go up to Picard and be like, "Can I work with someone else? I would like to stop working with Shorty because there it's a lot to yeah. big issue." I mean, I, I would like guy. to file a staff complaint about Jordy. Yeah, oh, yeah. not just get me away from him. Like, do 100%. something about this guy. He's a menace. And also, I want to bring up too, which is really interesting, and something about this show is. Where they choose to have these very uncomfortable conversations, like one of the most uncomfortable conversations is in that tiny little crawl space. Mm. And I'm just like, she Mm -hmm. literally has nowhere to go. And she's in this tiny space. And he's just like hitting on her. And I'm just like, that is so uncomfortable. Or they're (laughs) always just in one-on-one, only them together. Like he chooses, they choose very specific moments to have them together. And I'm like literally watching the scene right now where they crawl into this space and, you know, it's only him and her in this tiny space. And she's just trying to do her job. And she's just like, you know, he's hitting on her and it's coming out that he's, you know, he knows a lot about her and and it's just very, very creepy. And to me, it's just like, and he's like, I want us to become friends. I want us to become more than friends, maybe even good friends. Like, I just feel yeah. that scene, the way they stage it and like it being in that tight little crawl space and that super close ups on their faces, it makes it feel so claustrophobic. Like she cannot get out of this conversation that she's having with him. And 
I I don't know. It just reminds me of this one time where that kind of happened to me at work. And yeah. like I I too was cornered by somebody who was you oh, know, I know trying to oh, no. yeah. uh trying to hit on me and the lights yeah. went out in the store yeah. I was working at and I was told to survey the store to check on customers and he found me in the back of a dark aisle and cornered me and you know said Ugh. it's dark in here and you know just really you know tried to it was just very uncomfortable and very seizing of the opportunity and this kind of like felt similar like this like weird uncomfortable this Isn't opportunity the that you were yeah. like 15 uh i was 16 i mean i was 16. legal to work okay. so like so you were like 16, 16 or 17, 17 years old. Okay. Yeah. So that, that too. <laughs> but again, this opportunity, it's dark. There's no one around. It's the back, you know, there it's dark. They're in this thing, this corner together alone. No one's around. He can really start opening up and confessing and like cornering her. And um, it's scary. It's fucking scary. So yeah. I don't know. And, it's. Uh, and why? Like, why did he do it at that moment? Because. I don't know. <laughs> Like just, just before that moment, they have this interaction where he mansplains to her basically because (laughs) he's like, she's like, Oh, we need to check out this. And he's like, you know, to get to that, you have to go in a Jeffrey's tube. I don't know if you're comfortable (laughs) with that. And she's like, I know I designed the ship. And he's like, (laughs) you don't have, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't have to be so hostile. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, and like that, him like, talking to her like she doesn't know what's going on even though she designed the ship and then her pushing back and reminding him that that's the interaction they have going into that jeffrey tube mm-hmm. and by the way this is the first time we see the modern jeffrey tube right like the yeah, jeffrey it's the first tube time we've seen it yeah yeah which becomes a commonly used set but you know like he gets that from her like i'm not an idiot i designed the ship and then he crawls into the jeffrey tube and he's like you know i want to tell you a little something about how i'm feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what I, I think like in getting? terms of writing they tried to facilitate like the introduction of that topic with brahms co- like complimenting him for that modification that she found in the middle of the tube right. it's like hey what's oh, this right. and he's like oh yeah it's one of my things and it's like oh wow this is actually really impressive you should write a paper and he's like oh no maybe you're the right maybe we could work together. i know everything about you, you I, know? I, yeah it's, it's, it's just it's all yeah. very intentional. Every everything that whole Jeffrey's tube scene, the way it's shot, where it's staged, how it plays out, what the which scene the directors and writers chose to have go down there. And everything is very intentional and they definitely succeeded in making us super uncomfortable. <laughs> It's yeah. it's real. It's like I mean the thing is we don't know what the thing is. That's what, that's why I I talked about the the showrunner because what if it was a a a a female who was like oh we should need to do this so it's uncomfortable and like but then like the ending is kind of like a, a cop out so I don't know dude I don't know it's I mean weird, so yeah. so the writer is Maurice Hurley Maury who is one of the producers of Star Trek TNG and then apparently the script was then polished by Jerry Taylor who is a female writer but I don't know. What to what extent the polishing was done, but it seems like most of the male gaze is probably left intact because I think you're right, Sarah, to the point of I think like 
it's not a thing I would have thought of, but I'm pretty sure a female writer would immediately go, oh, she's like in a tiny space with another guy by herself. No, it's great. It's you know? it's realistic is what it is. I, you know, <laughs> to me, I'm like, this would happen in this Jeffrey's tube where she has nowhere to fucking go and she has to have this guy right up in her fucking face. And yeah. this is exactly where this conversation would happen. And it's literally happened, you know? And so I think it's very accurate. Well, um, that's what makes it like potentially go either way. It's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Jerry Taylor's angle was like, sensible, reasonable people are going to watch this episode and think Jordy's a fucking creep. Right? I don't think the <laughs> ending of the episode, yeah. no. I don't think I the mean, ending of the episode supports that though. I feel like uh, the ending, go, the ending goes, oh, it was all right in the end. And what he did was maybe that, that was bad. just like, like jammed in there at the end. It's like, nope, it has to end. It has to end nice. Man, by I Mo. would really, I would really I love to interview one of the writers on this episode. Nah, yeah, like, what, like back, back what, to Ricardo, what, like getting in their heads would be really <laughs> interesting. We, we were supposed this. to think he was creepy, right? Right? Like, correct, right? Like, you meant for that to be. And then some dude came in and wrote the ending, right? Like, you, that's how it happened, right? Like, it's, yeah. For now, that's kind of how it feels, although it's not necessarily how it went, but like, yeah. yeah like, I don't know. But the raviolis, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Delicious, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, I just was. don't know how anybody could watch this and not be come away with that he's creepy. I don't know. I mean, like, back in the day, they wrote stories like this, and people just thought, whatever. Like, here's an anecdote. There's an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's a late season, too. So, this has been, like, 1995 or something. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, a a shining beacon of progressive (laughs) feminism. But, like, like, the whole gag of the episode is that Will wants to fuck this girl, so he tricks her into thinking she's married him, and he basically (laughs) gets to the honeymoon night, or the wedding night. And they're about to fuck. And the only reason that he has a change of heart is because she says, I love you with all my heart, Will, and I hope we have a great life together. And that's what makes him turn (laughs) back from doing this terrible thing of essentially, like, shrinking her into sex. (laughs) That's so sweet. Um, Which is rape, by the way. Yeah. So, like, it's like, but that was a joke back then. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is how they wrote stuff. <laughs> no, Which no, is no, why no. I don't Just give watch. It- <laughs> Jeff is about to get thrown out of the house again. It's great. <laughs> it's why I don't give it the benefit of the doubt that they really thought it was creepy. I think they just they just thought this was like no, a no fair guy. point. <laughs> yeah, like I've made that point in the past. It's like at the time, this was like how people like wrote TV. Yeah, that's how TV is- was written. <laughs> I, I think it was written like. The ending is they're counting on us all loving Jordy, the character, and rooting yes, for him to absolutely. have a love interest. Like yes, everybody sure. wants the people they like on TV to have a love interest and a romantic connection. And oh my God, this person's coming on the ship. Like what an amazing opportunity for he Jordy. He literally I, called her a dream. Like I'm meeting my dream. Oh, I hope yeah. this works out for Jordy. Why is she so, <laughs> wait, why is she so mean? You know, like <laughs> I just had, a, I just had a thought like, it wasn't there an episode where like a space Jesus touched Jordy and he just suddenly yes. became a, a debonair a ladies, ladies man. man. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, you know, being successful and going on a date with a lady was like smiling with him in the background or something. Yeah. It wore like, what it was, happened it was, to that? It, he went out with the lady that rejected him with, with like the, the crazy violinist on the beach. It was oh, the same girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, right. but by being touched by space Jesus, it made him like able to woo her. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
But I guess that wore off. I don't know. I, I guess it Damn, must I'd have. I'd be so disappointed to be LeVar Burton and have this story, this fucking storyline <laughs> no, come yeah, up like over and over and over again. How many times are you going to make me this creepy guy that just keeps going for these women that are, aren't feeling it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, they're not yeah. down, you know, and you keep trying. It's weird. So, I mean, I feel bad for his character because I'm sure the, the act, the person, I'm sure he's not like that. I would hope. I mean, no one's down as, the forge. <laughs> well, it's, it's a hard one to rate. What would you guys rate the episode? I, I, feel oh, like I just heard you for a second. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. It's a hard one. What would you guys rate the episode? Because uh, it's difficult. Because, like, conceptually, I think it's actually a good idea conceptually to have the episode where he meets the lady. Yeah, he it's, made a, it's weird a great premise. Of. It's a good yeah. setup. But, but the then Jordy just execution keeps being is, that stinking Jordy is so creepy, which I think makes it like like a six. Like it really like damages the episode a lot because the whole time you're going, what? Why is he doing that? Stop doing that. It's very different. And I don't even mean necessarily like, oh, because like a character is doing this. Like it doesn't even feel like it should be written that way. Like, like it's not even like, oh, the character is just an asshole. So he's doing this. It's just right. like, it's just like, why is it being written like this? This feels like a bad writing idea. Well, I feel like uh, the writing definitely starts to feel bad once, you know, you see Brahms like turn and you know kind of like see the better side of him like for no reason like that's when you really get a disconnect and it's like wait really that's (laughs) how they're gonna end that yeah i'm gonna go with a four (laughs) wow yeah i mean yeah i don't disagree i'm only giving it a slightly higher score because of the premise because i think the premise could be good i i thought i thought the raviolis looked delicious so (laughs) (laughs) the pregnant they they did they look quite chewy and delicious they could be in like one of those commercials where like you know the food's alive and like you know appealing to you i I don't i don't like empanadas but i but i do like raviolis and i like um, you don't like empanadas I don't like empanadas. You know this about me, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know oh that. My God. About you. It's like you don't know me, dude. <laughs> so what else? You don't like Wally? No, nah, Ricardo, like that was empanadas. a holodeck Marvin that you, you don't told. like the Muppets. I don't like empanadas because they're too close to gorditas, and I love gorditas. <laughs> well, gorditas are open. It's a very no. They're not close. They give me clothes. They give me clothes. And look, it's gorditas, pupusas, and then samosas, and then. Um, Empanadas? Calzones and then empanadas. Empanadas are... Oh, I mean, wow. Empanadas is kind of a calzone, really. I mean, yeah, but I, they put they, they make them sweet. You, you got to have them savory, dude. Yeah, They're not sweet true. shit. Get it out I'm of here. I'm not a dude. really huge fan of sweet empanadas. Yeah, yeah me yeah. neither. Yeah. Well, First they well, don't they put the raisins in those? Oh, and yes, they, they do. I, I think in, it's in the <laughs> empanadas. They put There's the so many different them. kinds of empanadas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, there are. There are. It, there's a galaxy of empanadas. In this one, you can have a pregnant empanada with a baby one. Three empanadas oh, is hardly a, a galaxy. That that's a high concept like restaurant like we'll make an empanada with an empanada in it. Dude, Dude, empanada. Like, I'm sure there have been Star Trek themed cafes and like pop up restaurants and stuff like that. Oh, man, like, that's they one should of the things totally they have oh, either man. empanadas, ravioli, or calzones based off of these god dang space babies. An empanada with an empanada in it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and they man. should be radioactive and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, okay. Well, what about the rest of you guys? What are you guys think? What are you guys thinking? Huh. I I'll settle into a six because I agree that like I want the premise to to you know the premise is strong and I want it to succeed, but it just doesn't. Yeah. And, and also, I'll give it credit for you know like um inducing realistic feeling cringe. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll give it credit for that. The cringe does feel a little too uh, too uh, realistically uncomfortable. I I'm yeah. all, I'm like Sarah knows this about me. I'm like very not a fan of cringy things. And then when it happens, like I have to pa- I paused a few times while we're watching this <laughs> yeah, just to turn to Sarah. Embarrassment. <laughs> just to turn to Sarah and be like, "What is? Why is he doing this?" <laughs> yeah, you, you me, particularly Sarah. you particularly feel that way when it's about like between like. Stuff Stuff between men and women that's cringy yeah. well when they're doing like really not cringy not cringy in general it's a very specific kind of cringe that makes you upset and that's yeah, the cringe that when a guy's being like really pause. creepy yeah like, yeah. like, yeah. like, like, like a huge ass creep <laughs> like cringe of like oh you know i don't know regular embarrassment stuff doesn't bother you it's the when a guy is being creepy well, you're like uh, i can't watch this that's not true there's so, actually there were some moments in nathan for you where I all sat to pause because I was like oh god this is too yeah, much yeah but they were but they were because he was being creepy because That's Nathan true. was being there creepy there was many times he was being but I think there was other times too maybe I don't <laughs> no, know no there I wasn't remember. It, I very specifically <laughs> noted it whenever it was a guy being creepy you could not handle it which is well, great news just to clarify for the listeners at home we're not talking about this Nate here yeah. oh no we're, yeah not, we're he, is about, a hero, he is a hero of mine though <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're talking about a different I think I'd give it a six too, but yeah, yeah I just think the ending, it was definitely accomplished in the cringe factor like Dan was saying but the ending was kind of, was really disappointing with it's, the whole like oh, I can't believe I acted so cold and I was such a bitch to you and basically like I can't even believe that we worked so well together and like, like ah, I found your so subreddit funny. post and I upvoted it yeah like it's so weird and like part of me wonders he walked in right before before the kiss she didn't. She doesn't that's know true. how. She didn't even she see the kiss. She doesn't know how far it went. Well, Would I guess that that's why she was able mind? to assume the worst, like in that moment, in a way. I mean, but d- does she? Is she now okay with things because she's like, well, okay. Yeah, they don't really he go said like touch on that, do they? But like, I don't think it's ever revealed to her yeah. that he is physical with her. Yeah, yeah. So she is now acting as if I think we, the audience, know that. Um, yeah. Obviously, Jordy knows that, but she's yeah. the only one that has no idea that it actually did get physical. And yeah, like that's considering, wait, he's, how- he said it. He said it didn't get physical. It, but it did get physical. Yeah, but it actually did. That's the when? weird part. Well, when they he kissed, kissed her, he kissed the hologram, and she's like hugging and touching him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they like were this like right be- I don't know. They kissed. <laughs> is, I mean, it's right before when she says like, "Oh, when you're touching the ship, you're touching me." <laughs> uh, yeah, but but do they show it or do they? I don't think they not, actually show it. Not in this episode, but in the original. So the everyone original has the memory episode, of it. Yeah, we all have the memory of they did go to. Base two, I don't know what base kissing is these it's days. Like, it's like the first kids. base. Minimum. First base. Yeah. I think he is gets it? home eventually. Yeah. 
off screen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it does go further, and we just don't know that. But like, what, um, honestly, you, you, but like, she doesn't know that at this point in this episode, right? Wait, so that's wait, we've weird. seen this before. We've seen this lady before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was remember the episode. It was called it was a Booby whole Trap. Episode, yeah, where mm-hmm. there was an electrical thing that was like keeping them trapped in this asteroid field, and she, that's why that's why the whole thing. That's where the hologram was. Where that's he where she a showed hol- up, and he created yeah. a hologram, and he had this whole thing, <laughs> and he kissed her, and the whole episode was them like flirting and like touching and being weird. Do you not remember and that's, the episode? And that's the whole weirdness about remember. this. I don't remember. Wow, really? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh my god! But that's the whole—that's the whole weirdness is that we, what the season? audience, are watching audience. this. I just want I you to understand. I think it was earlier this season. It was <laughs> earlier this season. What? Ricardo does this. Wait, <laughs> when was the episode? Season two. In this season? No, it was, it was the, the episode with three. the pirates on uh, the where he's got the beach date with the pirates and like he just can't like get it to work yeah. with ladies. Th- this is the same lady. Yeah, this is the same lady. Yeah, th- that he made the no. hologram of. And then, like he, he was trying to figure out the the, the booby trap puzzle, and that's that's why that's why she's like pissed off because it made the hologram of her back then. Mm. Yeah, and they <laughs> kissed, and it's, it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, it's I've super weird, what, and and that's what I'm saying remember. is the audience is watching this. <laughs> with that context right we've seen that episode we know how cr- how far it went i and i remember that episode and i don't remember this this lady really? damn that's crazy because i would have said brahms the boy too you did i think you, you did. did no you did no way I no you literally <laughs> did because then that's when you said it this time around i was like oh yeah you brought that up from before because this you is said not that this is not a bit everyone this is I really thought, happening I, right now i thought this was a new bit. <laughs> no you literally you literally said the same thing last oh, time no <laughs> I feel like this changes the entire context of this episode. For four. <laughs> I'm going to stay with the four stars. Four, 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 four out of ten. We need to make a TikTok of Marvin. Make this TikTok of the past of the first episode, and then Ricardo making the Brahms joke, and then do it this time, <laughs> and then cut to this episode where he's saying oh, it again, no. and oh, we're all no. like, hey, man, "Oh yeah, I don't we're remember. all chat bots that provide you know." This is not Wrote the first time. based on input. Yeah. You guys are, are gaslighting me. <laughs> this totally happened. That's why I was like, I already know about the Brahms thing because we were talking about I, it I thought it was a good joke. I thought it uh, was right. <laughs> Okay, Fresh you know material. what, Ricardo? If it makes you feel any better, I didn't remember you made the Brahms joke. Okay. But I thought you remembered what who Brahms was. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. How did like, I remember I, that? I, I don't remember the movie Brahms the Boy 2, but I listened to the episode of you guys doing the first one. <laughs> and like, I couldn't figure out why when I was watching this episode again. I kept on hearing in my head, Brahms, Brahms the Boy, the boy 2. <laughs> and now it's all coming back. <laughs> Oh my god! I See, feel like we all this we is, all this is forgot to me. This individual is pieces. <laughs> yeah, oh my that's god. so crazy. All of our memories together, we have one full oh. person. We have one full brain cell. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what's happening, guys. 
okay. Before I heard, yeah, before I heard your guys' ratings, I wanted to give it a two. Oh. Um, because, you know, I think there are some parts of the episode I liked, like Worf's disdain for Picard's <laughs> sure, yeah, terrible decisions. Good, I really enjoyed bit. that. Um, and then the other part I liked was the buildup to her discovering the holodeck, because like remembering the first episode, we're all like, oh my God, like it's one of those Chekhov's knives or whatever. Like we all know that it's on the table, like it's gonna yeah. come up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And when, and then when she's like, wait, it, when else is there the original schematics and then she's gonna go to the 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 holodeck we're like oh somebody's gonna stop her right and then it shows her actually going to the holodeck and punching into things and it shows her like dramatically turning and it's like no she's not gonna make it in there she's not really gonna see it yeah. and like actual just the shot of her actually making it in like oh it's over she's seen it and then when LaForge hears about what happened like he doesn't walk in all cool like oh yeah this is my simulation like, yeah, he's, he's, like <laughs> he's like full on like running in yeah, and that was really sprint. funny that yeah. was really funny <laughs> like he's slightly out of breath and he's like oh, hang on yeah you know what i will say that like it was jarring for me to to hear the dialogue from the from the boop from booby trap again because i'd forgotten like you know what she said exactly and how weird it sounded yeah. like in retrospect it's like oh wait right like this time we're dealing with a real person and not a yeah. weird hollow person yeah. that just says oh, what you George. want. Not like I, a porn lady. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I, it leads more credence into the idea the ship really wants to fuck Jordy. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's just pro. Even if it's just programmed to want to fuck Jordy, like, yeah. I still yeah. believe that that's the case. So, I so rest I would my case. If it if it ended there with his humiliation, I would have given it a pretty high rating, like maybe a seven <laughs> or an eight. <laughs> but well, yeah, that's stays, like a good culmination she, of what's she happening. She walks out of the holodeck and it just stays on Jordy. Credits start. <laughs> yeah. Or just like. <laughs> Yeah, Troy, da, 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 Troy da, da, he da, da, has da, da. to sit down with just him and Troy and she's like not wearing her like cleavage yeah. outfit. She's wearing like she's really covered up because she's yeah. uncomfortable around she's like in a like, hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but, She's but, like, but yeah. it didn't end that way. Instead, his crazy speech makes her think like, oh, you're right. You are the good guy here. And then in the ending, when they're all flirty and like, she's like, oh, if I wasn't married, like the ending, I have to say really sours the milk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well said, but, sir. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll give it a, maybe title. a three. I'll, I'll turn it into a three because it, it, certain parts were well executed, but overall it's just like, oh, no, you, you <laughs> like you writers missed your own point like what Not did you like, do yeah, honestly it just trips over its own dick at the end it's, but it's i think awful. this is the writer's point I well, think yeah, this is the writer's point that's the thing and then I and then I'll, bun- I'll bounce it back to a two again because <laughs> the characters it's like it, the characters are not consistent with the characters that we know like yeah, sure almost all of the characters in this episode are written doing things like picard making really poor decisions Picard, yeah yeah jordy <laughs> jordy doing things where he just can't remember that so this genius can't remember that he was talking to a hologram instead of a real person like i think he could have held his shit together and he should have been able to is my yeah. point like is what i want to yeah. believe it's like jordy's supposed to be smarter than this you know Worf shaking his head at the captain like there's so many instances where the characters don't be even data i forgot <laughs> exactly what it is but data has well, I some wish things Wolf was like that data, season, data, season go, data, one data stuff yeah data's the thing that's out of character well maybe not it's just pr- pretty funny is they they shoot the mom and the mom dies and data goes radiation fading 
I think she's dead, Captain. <laughs> yeah. And at first, at first, when they found like another life's like sign, like like perk up in there, it's like Data. You just wanted to really make Picard feel bad, didn't you? <laughs> it's like I can't believe you fucking killed her, man. <laughs> but it turned uh, out, yeah, she was dead. She was actually dead. It's just a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, well, uh, this is a very low. This might be the no. This can't be the lowest rated episode. No, we've, we've rated, rated episode, lower. We've rated lower. The lowest rated episode was finale of season two. That was that was the lowest. That's that's just not even an episode. That's just, it's it's you can't really discuss it much <laughs> even. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, thank, thanks for listening, everybody, to our discussion of Galaxy Quest. Da- Galaxy's Quest? No. <laughs> Galaxy's Child. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. <laughs> oh. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Child on Newbie Star Trek. If you've been enjoying it, hopefully, you know, you want to give us a rating or, or a review wherever you are on Spotify. They do ratings on, a, you know, Podcast Addict and Apple Podcasts. They do reviews. And if you're listening to on YouTube, you know, the old thumbs up and shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> and also, if you want to give us some feedback, you know, send us some comments, questions, some angry letters. You can always email us at contact at newbiestartrek.com. That's contact at newbiestartrek.com. This week came with an uh, accompanying picture, which I will put here into our Discord. But basically, the letter comes from someone from Germany, someone named Chris. So, okay. Actors on TNG is a subject line. Hi, guys. I really love your podcast. I always listen to it on my way to work. I watched TNG as a child, and I really love watching it again today after listening to your podcast. You often give the episodes a perspective I never thought about, and it's really funny. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh Uh, I found a list on Facebook, apparently an old casting sheet from Paramount for the cast of TNG. Don't know if it's a real one. It's a much more diverse cast. Maybe you'll find it interesting to see what could have been. And a lot of these people... People showed up on TNG on, on in other roles. Uh, maybe you have an actor or actress you would have liked to have changed in TNG. Keep up your fantastic work. Cheers from Germany. And sorry for any grammar mistakes, Chris. You actually made zero grammar mistakes. This is actually a very well-written letter. So thank That's you. Very it's, like, it's so funny. It's like, it's enough that it's become like a meme on the internet. Where it's like, <laughs> sorry for my poor English. And it's the best. It's better than any native <laughs> English could ever be. Yeah, you actually was a fantastically written letter. So, um, like, apologies for bad German, but danke schön. <laughs> Danke, Shane. And uh, we, this is an internal memo from Paramount. Wow, this is super weird. I know. They have listings for potential castings for Picard, Tasha, Data, Riker, who I guess back then was spelled with a Y, uh, Jordy, Beverly, Troy, and Wesley. So the funny part that stood out to me immediately was that one of the front runners for Jordy was Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yeah. is so funny i kind of want to imagine this whole series now with wesley snipes i know it, it, it tickles the imagination quite quite a bit uh to think of wesley wow. snipes in the they role of jordy LeVar. they have the var up here already yeah lavar was the front runner it seems uh but the crazy part is troy was good at the front the only runner at the time was denise crosby yeah, yeah they wanted so her to be troy which is very interesting very interesting and also uh 
one of we we talked about this before, but one of the front runners for Tasha was actually Rosalind Chow, who is uh, as we now know as Miles. They say wife. that in the in <laughs> they have that in the memo. There are several contenders for Tasha, Jordy, and Data. However, Rosalind Chow, I can't barely read yeah yeah it, seems to be a favorite for Tasha. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Reggie that. Jackson for Jordy. I don't know who Reggie Jackson is. And Mark Lindsay Chapman for Data. Like, uh, Brent Spiner's not even in the running for Data yet. Uh, Wait, does that mean uh, Gates McFadden is like is alternatively known as Cheryl McFadden? Cheryl is her first name. Uh, Gates uh, is her middle name. I think professionally gotcha. moving forward, she became Gates McFadden. Because I think on stage, she went by Cheryl. And mm, when she understood. went to the TV work, she became Gates. And also, interestingly, Wesley would have potentially been played by J.D. Roth. And J.D. Roth is now- or Wesley like- Snipes. J.D. Roth. That reminds me of one of my favorite 30 Rock jokes where like the British guy who's like dating Tina Fey, it's like, it's, 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 ins- like, it turns out that the British guy is named Wesley Snipes. And then he tells her like, <laughs> it's insane that the actor is named Wesley Snipes. If you <laughs> talk to him, if you show a picture of me and I show a picture of him and you say, which one of these people should be named Wesley Snipes? <laughs> They'll pick oh the poor gosh. British man every time. Every time, Liz. That's funny. That's so funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently the only one in the running for Wesley was someone named J.D. Roth, who I guess is now a producer for like stuff like the real world and stuff. No, no. The Biggest Loser on ABC. Uh, but <laughs> Apparently, wow. back in the day, was the host of this show called Funhouse, which I've never heard of. Has anyone ever heard um, of Funhouse? Was it like spelled H-A-U-S? I feel no, like I've seen like, that. Like, like a regular fun. It was apparently on Fox, Funhouse. Oh, I have never heard I don't of it. Yeah, it was apparently similar to like Double Dare, according to Wikipedia, but yeah. So, yeah, okay. so that's that's interesting. This is a this is a whole uh, extensive list. If you're looking at the YouTube version, I would have put it up for you, but otherwise, I'll put a link in the description to where. Could you, guys you imagine Jordy going up to someone and saying, "Use it, <laughs> use, use it, use it, the warp core, <laughs> use it." <laughs> Uh, Chris, thank you for showing us this memo. This is a very elucidating memo. Uh, it's actually really interesting. Uh, there's yeah, a lot cool. of this is yeah. really fun to look at. Thank you. There's a lot of little bit like who's Michael or Gorman, who is apparently the front runner for Riker. Michael or o- o- Gorman, Gorman I, I, or Goman, Gonsan. It's a pretty low res. It's hard to tell. Uh, and there was yeah. a. Sounds like there might have been a Korean person considered for data. Yeah, Kelvin Han Hanyi, oh, which is oh, interesting. Oh, maybe that's why he has the last name. Oh, Nunyan's. Yeah, so Kelvin Hanyi yeah, is is Korean it seems according to Wikipedia. Um so yeah, that would have been yeah, interesting. Yeah, and then then, then Nunyan Sung would have fit in and that would have all kind of worked out cuz he made himself in his image. So, yeah, that's supposedly. Mm, all right. Well, thanks for the letter, Chris, and thanks to you listeners for listening and or watching if you're on YouTube to our podcast. If you've liked what we do here, maybe you'll like other stuff we do. Just head on over to FugitiveFrames.com where we have our Fugitive Frames film podcast and we have our YouTube channel, Fugitive Games, and a bunch of other random stuff we do. Just head on over to FugitiveFrames.com and it has a list. All that shit over there next week. We're going to watch an episode I have zero memory of, like zero memory of, called Night Terrors. I I don't remember this at all. So it'll be new to everybody. 
So yeah, Nate. Sounds intriguing. Thank you so much for joining us on this really creepy episode of TNG. I'm so you- I'm so embarrassed. That I, requested <laughs> this. I mean, you can just deny that you requested it and say that we forced it on you. I know That's we right. made That's you go on like this Jordy. episode for this episode. That's what happened. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see you again next time and some other time. But yeah, see you guys around. And thank Stacey. you for your beautiful music. Yes, yes. yes. It it oh, really man. feels like you know it's it's a very big part of the DNA of this podcast. Oh, like, definitely. It feels 100%. like one hundred percent. It gets us yeah, yeah. It's great. It's, it's, it's very podcast defining, I think. Uh, it's, and it's great how much of a positive reaction it got, like instantly. Like the first time yes, we did it on TikTok, yes. everyone was like, "Whoa, where is this? Where can I get this? This is like an amazing version of the song." So I, that's why I made the episode where you can hear the full length version as high quality as I can as a podcast episode. So if you guys want that, just look through our archives. There's a version where um, uh, I, I just made it like a podcast episode where it's just the song and also Around the Sun, which is the the song that plays during uh, Dan's Around the Sun segments. Also, I we sort of forgot to mention, you made the Jingle Bell version too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jingle Bell mm-hmm. Hot. And that was quite the journey where you had to get oh the Oh my gosh, that was bells. so awesome. <laughs> mm. It's I Okay, I find that version very satisfying. Because I remember when we were talking, you said, oh, there's no, I couldn't figure out a way to, to integrate the bong, 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 like the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, well, that's fine. And then you put it in the Jingle Bell version. I was like, oh my God, this is great. As the, as the, as the rockabilly riff that starts off Jingle Bell rock. Yeah. 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 Oh man. That was a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. But it worked. I don't know. I think it works fantastically. Oh, and also if any of you guys like, like that theme and are curious about hearing it performed live, there's a, there's a TikTok short and or YouTube short of yeah. that uh, in 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 the in the reels somewhere so you can find that. Yeah. It's the only one that looks like a band playing. Watch watch <laughs> us fuck it up. <laughs> I, it's I, fine. I, I talked about the song it. like the night before and <laughs> the, the band kind of forgot it in the middle. So that's, you know, that's what happens. It was great. Yeah. I think it was great. Electric Vibe played it live at the Silver Lake Lounge. And it was a lot of fun. So I thought that was great. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You know what, Nate? It was great to talk to you. It's great seeing you. And then uh, hopefully we'll see you around soon. For you guys, you listeners, we'll see you next week, potentially. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Stay safe. Later, y'all. Bye. Adios.